Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. Happy to welcome you in this afternoon. We are going to do a corporate introduction to a new company that uh, is closing up its IPO and will be free trading on Monday next week. Uh, Before we get to that introduction, just a quick run of the numbers. A little bit of a rebound in precious metals uh, after yesterday's horrific sell-off. Gold was up today to about trading $1,943 futures basis. Silver, $25.81. The miners uh, trying to rebound, but still not really to recover much uh, per the GDX and GDXJ. Uh, But all around, healthy move uh, uh, to kind of come down and consolidate some of the gigantic moves we've had over the last couple weeks. Happy to introduce a new company. That's Ridgeline Minerals. Uh, CEO and President Mr. Chad Peters is here with us to give us a kind of a, just an introduction to the company, to the company, uh, their assets they have in Nevada, and uh, just kind of a brief intro as people may start wanting to accumulate some of their shares early next week. Chad, thanks for having. A, thanks for coming on to Mining Stock Daily. Uh, thanks for having me, Trevor. Um, appreciate it. We uh, enjoy watching your show. So. Oh, thank you. We're listening, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good to have you on. Uh, give us uh, just kind of a you know the thirty thousand f- uh, foot view of Ridgeline Minerals, and I would like our listeners to note uh, you are not based in Vancouver or Toronto. You are a junior exploration executive based in Winnemucca, Nevada. So, doesn't happen very yeah. often. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Uh, Winnemucca, I think most people only know Winnemucca from a Johnny Cash song. So, um, but, uh, you know, Winnemucca is right on the edge. It's, it's right in the middle of the Carlin trend, essentially, right? So um, this is where I've been for the last eight years. So it's, uh, you know, we love it here and, and uh, made sense to kind of set up shop here. So we do have a corporate office in Vancouver, obviously, but yeah, this is where all the action is. So um, as far as Ridgeline, uh, 30,000 foot view, uh, as far as the company we started, we I've co-founded the company actually with the owner of a drilling company in 2018. So this was a guy named Steve Nielsen, a uh, good friend of mine, as well as a fantastic drilling company. And, and they were our primary drilling company when I was with Premier Gold Mines. So we drilled off a discovery there at the CSD Gap Zone. Um, you know, timing seemed right. Um, you know, Barrick had come in and taken up, uh, taken over the uh, McCoy Cove joint venture. And so the time... And I went to Steve and just said, look, uh, I want to set ourselves apart from the, you know, the standard, you know, Explorer, which is just a bunch of geos that think they have a good idea. Um, We think we have some good ideas as well, but how do we kind of set ourselves apart? And we felt that bringing Steve in, co-founding the company along with him gave us guaranteed access to drill rigs, regardless of the market conditions, uh, which, you know, can be difficult in its own right, right? When gold's at $2,000, like it was a few days ago. Rigs can become a pretty hot commodity. They might take two or three weeks even to get out to your site. So that cuts that out of the equation for us. We get guaranteed access to drill rigs when we need them. And on top of that, we get incredible drilling rates. So um, in our eyes, we're able to reduce risk to shareholders by um, by putting more steel in the ground with every dollar that uh, that we raise. So I think it's a, a good model, and we're trying to stick with it. Uh, you have three key projects, two in the Carlin trend, one in the Battle Mountain Eureka trend. Uh, let's start with the two in the Carlin trend. You, you, you're you on north and south ends of this, but the one, up, the one up north is pretty interesting because obviously you're surrounded by some fabulous pr- mines in production, Gold Strike, uh, South Arturo, Leeville. I mean, that's really a premier area. So this is yep. the Carlin East project. Walk us through this project. 
You bet. Um, so Carlinista was kind of the very first asset that we brought in and built the whole portfolio around originally back in 2018. It was a really tough time to raise money back then for a junior like us. So Carlinista, like you said, core land position directly across the valley from um, the Gold Strike mine on trend of the Leeville uh, operation. And it had fallen out of the, the Newmont uh, portfolio over the last 10, 15 years, really had never had anything done with it um, because everyone had assumed that it was too deep, right? So we came in, we consolidated the land package. It's over uh, 39 square kilometers now. So we're the largest individual holder outside of Nevada gold mines um, in that section of the North Carlin trend. Uh, so what we were able to do last year, we went in, we did that early work. And our first roll hole proved that lower plate host rocks are 790 meters down, um, which previously Newmont had, had thought that it was closer to 1,500 to 2,000 meters down. So that's squarely within striking distance of a lot of new discoveries that are being made right now, uh, such as Four Mile, Gold Rush, et cetera. Levo Mine itself is about 600 meters vertical depth. So um, we think it's an exciting opportunity. Um, and uh, it's certainly from, a, you know, from the 30,000 foot view, it's a very compelling and project, but even when we dig down into the geology, it just keeps on getting better and better. We're seeing great surface geochemistry. We know we have the right host rocks at depths. It's just a matter of vectoring in on mineralization now. Uh, so we'll be testing that in October. It's also important to note you mentioned Leeville. Newmont's had some pretty good exploration around Neville and looks to be increasing their yeah. resource as well. So bodes well for you. Absolutely. Yeah. They're definitely, uh, with Mark Bristow and his team coming in, uh, obviously a little more, I think, uh, exploration discovery focused um, right to the top nowadays and um, they're certainly drilling in and around our neck of the woods and I think that um, we know that they've had success in the past and we hope that that'll uh, continue up towards us and help us out with our targeting as well. Okay let's move southeast along the same Carlin trend to Selena. Walk us around Selena you had some news out uh, today I believe. You bet. Yep we just uh, we just announced our uh, commencement of our thousand meter drill program our phase two drill program uh, at the Selena Oxide project. What's kind of exciting about Selena is honestly with, with you know, you mentioned said it yourself, right? Carlin East, very flashy land package. Uh, Swift, very similar. It's uh, kind of the equivalent to what I'd say we have on the on the Battle Mountain trend. Selena was kind of our forgotten about little oxide project down in the southern part of the trend, at, in the Carlin trend. And, and with COVID hitting, we actually retooled our exploration focus. Uh, said, well, if we can't raise money again for six months because the market's totally crazy, where can we, you know, put the best bang for our buck? So we actually refocused on Selena and had some incredible results come out of it early. We trenched uh, in the chinchilla target at Selena. We trenched uh, 50 meters of 0.65 gold, 16 grams silver. Followed that up with another trench on strike of, of uh, 38 meters of 0.75 gold and, and 49 grams silver. So very good, robust grades. We're seeing uh, cyanide solubility testing is showing that this thing is amenable to, amenable to heat bleach processing. And... Um, what we're doing now is we're drilling the first phase of drilling hit oxide in three or four holes on the hillside. Now we're stepping down into the valley, which has very shallow cover. And what that uh, is targeting is the more favorable host rocks. So on the hillside, those favorable host rocks are eroded away. In the valley, we know they're preserved. We've, we've uh, already mapped them there. So that's what our program now is targeting is, is those favorable host rocks that we think are going to host uh, um, a more uh, favorable type of deposit. So okay. it's pretty exciting. Uh, moving west into the Battle Mountain Eureka trend, you have the SWIFT project. Correct. And SWIFT is our largest project, and technically it's it's incredible. It's it's 51 square kilometers, directly on trend of the pipeline, Cortez Hills mines uh, in the Cortez district of the Battle Mountain trend, which is where 90% of the gold has been mined out of that, out of that trend. And um, 
and what's really exciting about it is there was a historic drill hole in the 1990s that actually hit um, 16 meters of 0.7 gold and 0.5 silver. Uh, never was followed up on, and you know back then, of course, you know I probably wouldn't have followed up on that drill hole in 1999 either. But um, in today's days, what we know about Carlin systems now is that that's a sign that we're very near something potentially larger. Um, that would be what I would call inner alteration halo of a larger system. Um, you know, so we're getting leakage along along faults, and that's what we hit. So we're really excited to test um, the kind of follow up on those drill results this year. And uh, see what we come up with. So, how long how long have you had these projects while you were with Ridgeline? Right. Well, actually, you know, it's kind of a uh, I don't know if it's funny because it was pretty tough at times. But we uh, we started in 2018, and I actually didn't take a salary for um, for 14 months. So, I quit my job at Premier, fully committed to getting Ridgeline up and off the ground. And I, I told my wife that it'd be six months till we're funded, and 14 months later, uh, we got off the ground. So, we've had these projects. Um, I guess you could say lined up and, and an LOI on them since uh, late 2019, uh, or sorry, late 2018. We were completed our seed run round funding in uh, May of 2019 at 12 cents, and that's what uh, was the last step we needed to finalize those land deals. So EMX wanted to see that we were funded. We had to raise a minimum of 500,000 Canadian to satisfy those agreements, and we raised 1.5 million, and we were able to. Uh, to then start working on them. So, can you talk about your relationship with EMX? I, I also have a professional relationship with them as well. So, uh, things kind of always yeah, come yeah. together. Well, Dave, Dave, well, they're all Dave Johnson, Dave Cole, Eric Jensen, all those guys. I mean, they've been incredible for us. I think they were a major reason we were able to get up and going in the first place. I actually, we were trying to find projects and I, I felt like we had this great share structure, a great concept of, of adding in the, the cheap drilling rates, you know, the cheap drilling and, and trying to, you know, maximize our, uh, our uh, ability to go out and make a discovery. And so I actually flew to Denver and just pretty much sat in Dave and the Dave's office and just pitched them on it and said, look, here's, you know, I'd known them previously, you know, from a handshake kind of state, I guess, but sat down with them for an entire day tried to break out what I really wanted to achieve as a company and, and they loved it. And they said, all right, let's, let's, um, you know, I actually wanted to do Selena. I just said, can we do the Selena project? And they said, well, we actually got some other great projects in the portfolio. Why don't we spin it all out? We'll take a 10% chunk of, of Ridgeline. And, and they actually made the introductions to the Haywood crew, which became our lead order on the seed round. And not only that, but Dave, the uh, Dave and Eric and, uh, well, all Dave, the Daves and the and Eric all cut checks. That's sorry, I keep on bumbling that, but uh, they all cut checks um, on every single round we've had since. So they've been incredibly supportive, and um, they've been a great group to work with. Very good. Uh, so you, it sounds like the closing of the IPO should happen tomorrow. Yeah. Um, free trading will be beginning Monday. Where can people Correct. access the company? If they want to trade, you bet. Buy shares. You bet. Uh, trading symbol is is obviously RDG. Um, you can check out our website um, for any more information. We actually have verify projects on all three projects. So if anyone wants to dig into the details, we have our corporate deck, etc. Um, and uh, one thing I want to point out as well is that we're we're only going to have about thirteen and a half, fourteen million free trading shares um, when this thing closes. So we've locked up a large majority of the early rounds. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to close this thing with over 6 million in the bank and a very tight float. And I think any, any exploration success moving forward is the stock's going to have a lot of torque. So we're really excited. And, and you mentioned you didn't take a salary for 14 months. Uh, yes. can you tell us what your salary is now and how much of the company do you currently own with your own money? You bet. More than happy to. So I didn't take a salary for 14 months and I've put 150,000 of my own money into the company. 
Um, I current I took a hundred thousand salary my the after the seed round, which was just enough to take care of a family of four and you know keep the lights on. And I uh, with the IPO completing now, my salary will be one hundred seventy five thousand, of which fifty thousand is going directly back into the company on a share purchase plan. So out of you know, really only 125 is actually um, a salary uh, that I'll be taking and the rest is going back into stock. So I own over 10% of the company at this point. And I plan on staying um, the largest individual shareholder as long as possible. Okay. Uh, last question, because I have to ask, I mean, you are obviously yep. not the only junior exploration company that's IPO'd and hit the market to, you know, this week, let alone the last couple of months. Yep. I guess, you know, with these great projects, why, why you guys and why now? You bet. Uh, well, to be honest, we were actually going to IPO in April. Um, that was the plan all along. We were already ready to, you know, had all of our tech reports in order. And then COVID obviously hit and we just put the brakes on it and just said, let's just try to take a step back and see where things settle out over the next few months. Um, at this point, we've advanced our projects with all of the baseline work um, to the point where we only have um, drilling left to do. You know, at each project, we're drilling 6,000 meters this, this uh, second half of the year at all three. And we feel that we're in that I hate to call it that, but with that pre-discovery phase, we're, we're ready to, we, we feel very strongly that these targets are well-evidenced. They have good support. Uh, Selena in, in its own right is already hit, you know, we hit nine meters of 0.6 in the first phase of drilling. Um, and uh, we wanted to get public and make sure that our shareholders had that liquidity and were able to participate in any success that we had. So it felt like the right time. Chad, that's all I got for you. Uh, we'll be sure to have you back on, follow up on uh, some of those drill results when they do become available. If you oh, thanks for having if me. you come on and uh, good luck next week, I appreciate it's it. It's an exciting time. It is exciting and nauseating at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, that's Ch that's Chad Peters. He's the president and CEO of Ridgeline Minerals, which will begin free trading on Monday of next week. That's it from us today. We'll be back again tomorrow with some, well, the news briefing in the morning and some more corporate commentary. Thanks, everybody. Have a great evening.